Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. We're working with slightly lower camera and sound quality today, but that's all right, because I'm not at my house. Exciting, exciting. Based on the change of your tone, I assumed that we're including and starting. Yeah, but sometimes I include things that are, that are prior just because they're yeah. funny. No, I, I've seen that. You have access to the Patreon, technically, because you're yes. an admin on that email account. Yeah, I, I pay my money. <laughs> you do indeed. And it is it's sort of the same thing. And it is greatly appreciated. It's sort of the same thing. I'm sort of a patron. Technically. I mean, technically we're all patrons, because yeah. we have to pay for the ACAST subscription, yeah. but whatever. Yeah. Um, self-funded. Self-funded, indeed. I'm very not used to having like a no monitor situation going on for me. This is extremely strange, but you know what? We're gonna yeah. we're just gonna deal with it. We're gonna work well, with it. Same, because the only computer is like all the way over there. But that's fine. Um, okay, we're you know it's different, different experience. Clearly, this is the second time we've done this. Just two instead of three. Yeah, and I did actually bring my like whole ass camera that time. Mm-hmm. Which I didn't think to do, but again, that's on me. Yeah, this is like super easy compared to that. It's just a laptop. I know, I had that's the it. ring light last time and everything. Yeah, yeah we're like, no, laptop and uh, here's a lamp. Well, because we thought we were going to need the desktop set up because we thought Zach was going to be here. Mm-hmm. But then we were like, wait, it's going to be so dumb if it's just me sitting behind you. <laughs> <laughs> but the both of us looking directly yeah. at the camera. So, like, I'd be talking to you, but you're sitting back there. Yeah, so. This was our last-minute workaround. It works. Well, matters. In the words of my um, high school history teacher, if it's stupid and it works, it ain't stupid. To which I say, wise words, Mary Ellen. <laughs> anyway, um, first question is one that I came up with because of who I am as a person. Um, how early is too early to start decorating for Halloween? Because God knows I went out and bought Halloween decorations September 1st, baby. Well, I, I feel like the, maybe the better way to phrase that is, like, how early can you start? Because, like, hypothetically, you said, how early is too early? March is too early. Okay. April's too early. How too early, early. Can you start yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's fair game in September, but like really for like October. Here's the thing. There's a house in my neighborhood, like like my parents' neighborhood now technically, because I have a partner. 
Why? It's, right? it's so I weird to like, say, say like, I'm just like, oh, yeah, my house. house. I'm like, yeah, no, not anymore. It's it's still weird for me. It's very strange. Like, every time. And also saying my house is weird because it's not a house, it's an apartment, but I feel like, it, I feel stupid saying my apartment almost. I don't know just why. Just let go of my place or something? That's kind of, that's generally what I do. Yeah. But <laughs> actually, this place is an apartment. And when I first moved in, my brother referred to it as a house, and I tried to correct him, and he was like, but it's a townhouse. And I was like, you know what? By God, you're right. <laughs> so it is a house. No, yeah. I just, like, say my house yeah. out of, like, because that's what I've been saying for... Yeah. Like, if I, like, if I was, when I was at my parents' house, if I was, like, inviting one of my friends over to come swim or something, like, even, like, recently when I was, like, 22, I'd be yeah. like, hey, you want to come swim at my house? Like, yeah. Yeah. Breaking old habits is weird. Anyway, mm -hmm. in um, the neighborhood where my parents' house is, that um, one of our neighbors, like, is is a man after my own heart, really, like, goes out, goes all out for Halloween, gets super excited about it, and it's really sweet, because, like, they have young kids, and he's, like, really enthusiastic about, like, you know, doing Halloween with them. It's really cute. Okay. So, that house always gets decorated really early, and I respect it, because it's a big setup. And, like, if you only have that up for, like, it's a big setup. Like, this yeah. guy, he, like, hand makes all these, like, like, he made this giant, like, PVC, this guy's an engineer. He made this giant, like, PVC spider that he's, like, wired up with lights himself. Like, it's a okay. big deal. Yeah. I wouldn't want to put that up for just one month. And, like, if I ever have an actual, like, house, mm -hmm. one, it's going to look haunted as hell regardless of time of year i just want to have a house that makes people afraid sure <laughs> but i'm gonna be the person who turns their front lawn like into a hot like an, an attraction and i don't want that up for just one month but like i feel like if you make the argument that halloween can be two months in terms of the decorations you have to allow that for like every holiday right because then like christmas starts november 1st in terms of decorations Just... I think that one is kind of difficult because I do get excited for Christmas pretty early, but like mm -hmm. I, I let Thanksgiving have its time because I love yeah. Thanksgiving. Like, yeah, I'm very here for Thanksgiving as a holiday. So like, yeah, but people put a lot of effort into their Christmas decorations too. And I'm not saying that it should be only Halloween. Like if, if you feel the way about Christmas that I do about Halloween, go nuts. Yeah. Like, I am, I am not here to tell people, like, to confine their enjoyment to particular dates. Yeah. But, like, Halloween is my favorite holiday, and yeah. if I ever have, like, a house that I can, like, go all out insane, I want that shit up for a while. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess that's the, like, the point of this question is, like, do whatever makes you happy. You know? Essentially, you yeah. Whatever decorations up year-round, just do it. But, like, even just, for me, you know, August is too early. Yeah, I mean, but, yeah, but I'm thinking, of like, in the general sense, not necessarily for me personally, but, like, the general sense of probably what people think. And I feel like October 1st is probably, like, you know, the time to start decorating for most people. The time for weak bitches. <laughs> <laughs> or the time for people like me. People who aren't as lazy as I am. Valid. <laughs> I used to, once upon a time, when I was in grad school, decorate for Christmas, like, a little bit. I put lights around my living room windows and stuff Aww, like that. Oh, that's cute. But, yeah, I haven't done it since I finished grad school, like, almost a decade ago. 
I graduated well, in 2013. Oh. I know, right? I'm not going to tell you I finished my PhD in 2013. But no, I mean, you don't technically <laughs> not decorate. I have come over here around the holidays, and you have, like, a little tree. Oh, yeah, my little, uh, like, two-foot-tall... It's not nothing. Yeah. I was trying to remember it. The tree itself is like two feet, and then there's a little stand that's like another foot. So it's almost three feet. So, I mean, it's not nothing. Well, that was a um, a gift from my mother when I was in college. I have a little um, tiny tree as well, yeah. which I'm already thinking about where that's going to end up when it does eventually make its way out. I'm like, ooh, because I, like, I get to decorate things for the first time, yeah. which is really exciting. And I didn't go quite as nuts with buying Halloween decorations as I wanted to on September 1st. Because there was, like, a shit ton of stuff at just, like, you know, like, Michael's, TJ Maxx, yeah. Home oh, yeah. whatever. Because I think all the stuff, like, obviously there's still supply chain issues going on, but, like, yeah. there seems to be, like, just, like, a massive influx of, like, a ton of Halloween decorations. Yeah. My mom was like, you know what? I think a lot of the stuff that, like, got, like, backlogged last year is uh, hitting stores this year along with... Yeah, the new with, stuff. With the new stuff. So she's like, give it a couple weeks... You can get a ton, you're gonna get a ton of stuff discounted. So like I'm waiting for that to happen and then I'm gonna go even more nuts. Yeah, I um I mean, again, I generally don't decorate just because like partially laziness and busyness, but also partially because like there's no one to really enjoy it. That's you know? fair. Um but I like looking at the spooky decorations and there's some high quality things at at home. I haven't we don't have an at home near me, I don't think. I was just there, like, a week or so ago, and they just had rows and rows and rows. I should, actually, I I should look and see if there's one there, because I don't think there is, but I think there I, but I am often wrong. <laughs> I was gonna say we could stop by, but we are very limited on time this trip. I know, which is weird, because it's usually us sitting around here for, like, several hours doing yeah. abs. Several hours trying to figure out what to do. Well, you've also been here for, like, three hours. We could have gone. <laughs> we could have, <laughs> but I also didn't never could do that. No, me either. Uh, yeah, but I mean, some really, some really cool, fun things, and I, I mm -hmm. briefly thought, I was like, maybe I could just put up a couple things, like, the fun thing to do would be to put stuff, like, on my windowsill. Yeah, little stickies. Um, oh yeah, I mean, that's more on the window, but I was like, wouldn't it be fun to get, like, one of these, like, little decorative whatever things instead of there, but the cats would just knock it over repeatedly. Yeah. That's their window. Even if I stuck things on the window, there's a good chance they would try to bat at them, and... <laughs> I don't know. They're pretty stretchy. And a certain cat, I'm not naming names, looks for trouble. I think she's in the kitchen eating. I think I just heard a crunch. Causing trouble. We stand. Yes. My mom is a... We, like, have run out of space for this, so it doesn't always get put up, but my mom is a big, like, Dickens Village lady. Like around Christmas, mm -hmm. it's like the little oh, okay. China. I was so confused for a second because I thought you were talking about Halloween. And I'm like, excuse me. No, I'm sure those 100 percent exist though. Yeah, yeah. But like, that that takes up a lot of real estate, and like, I think it would look nice on like a windowsill to have, like, you know, yeah, to have your little like cute cottages, whatever. But I can see that being a problem. With yeah, cats. yeah. You can't really do that if you have pets, because even dogs too would probably knock it over. Piper's kind of interesting as dogs go she like isn't really all that interested in just like you know getting into stuff she'll give yeah. things a lot of cursory like a cursory sniff but other than that well 
partially maybe it's because she's older, but also, like, she could accidentally be swishing that tail around. See, not her. Because her tail does the curly cue thing. Um, interesting. But some dogs, yes. Yeah. Very much a, poss a possibility. But not her specifically. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I think September, like, I, like, restrain myself from starting in August, but again, that's just me as yeah, a person. Yeah, August is pretty extreme. August is Because that's, like, summer. So. Yeah. Although, the way that I, like, mentally kept, like, when it gets towards the end of August, I'm just like, it's in September 1st. September, like as soon as it turned over, I was just like, it's time, it's my time. I get ex I get really excited too, and like you know, I like Halloween. I'm not like as into it as you are, but I love fall so much. I and so when that calendar so turns, much. I'm like, it's coming, because the weather is cooler. I hate the heat of summer. I hate hot weather. When I was yeah. driving today, there were a couple of trees where I could see at the top it was just Pretty starting colors. to turn yellow. I was just like. Oh, it's right around the corner. You get to step on the crunchy leaves. Such a good sound. Especially if you go, like, you know, on a trail or something through the woods. Oh you get to step on all the crunchy leaves. And you can smell the crunchy leaves. And you should come back to Albany in October because uh, there's a state park called Thatcher Park. Uh -huh. And first of all, it's near this, like, apple orchard that has some bon-ass cider donuts. But, like... Excellent views, wonderful hiking trail, absolutely gorgeous. And, like, like peak upstate New York fall activity. Mm. In my humble opinion. Oh. It makes me feel so basic to talk about how much I love fall, but... I don't know, care at this point. It's delightful. It's the best time of the year. I mean, there's so many nice things. And, like, the one thing I don't like is that it reminds me that winter is coming. I enjoy the beginning of winter. Like, I enjoy the first half of winter. It's not that I dislike the cold. The reason I don't like winter is because of the weather and what it does to the roads when I have a half-hour commute. See, that's a major pain in the ass, and, like, I understand that, but, like, so many of the other things about winter are just so prime. Yeah, I mean, it's not the season itself, it's the, the driving difficulties. Yeah. Because, like, I'll be on campus, just working away in my office, back to the window, don't know what the weather's like. And then I go to leave, and I turn around and look, and I'm like, oh, shit. Because <laughs> it's like a blizzard out there, and mm -hmm. sometimes that half an hour commute has turned into an hour and a half that of people massive, going like 20 on the highway. Which is a massive yeah, point in But also, that feeling of like sitting next to a window while it's snowing, and you have like your yeah. cozy lamp and your hot a beverage and a book. Like, it's the same thing in fall, like, you know, when the like leaves are falling down. Yeah. Like, this. Mm. The, like, the gauntlet of, like, September through December is the best time of the year. But also Absolute early fall, peak. like, when the leaves first start changing, you could even sit outside still, maybe, and, and do that. Like, oh, and actually yes. smell the fall, you know, as this you is, sit and read. This is prime, like, bonfire season. <sighs> and as a person who just straight up enjoys lighting things on fire, yeah, it's a very good time of year for me. Let me tell you, that that lighter I got, I might have tested it out on a random piece of paper indoors, and then I remember that I was right next to a smoke detector and panicked. <laughs> it didn't go off, but I was like, oh, no, no, and turn on the sink and toss it in the sink. I pretend I didn't see you. Yeah. No, whoops, please. But the other reason I get excited for fall is because as a knitter, it's getting to it is your time. sweater and scarf and hat and all those things. It's prime season coming for that. I have to find... And I, I, 
don't know how long a sweater takes, so I'm assuming this would, like, this would not be something I would wear, like, for a while. I need to find, like, a, like, a, a vintage Halloween sweater, like, pattern. I would never, like, I would never take it off. The, the amount of time it takes depends on how thick the yarn is. Sure. <laughs> but, like, you know, thinner yarn is gonna take a long time to, like, you know, form fabric. Oh, okay, yeah. But if it's, like, a thick yarn, it Something knits up much more quickly. Interesting. Like, I could show you examples. I have bulky, I have partially finished sweaters in there of many different shocker. yarn widths. Absolute shocker. Um, <laughs> Got knitting everywhere. <laughs> Actually, this is your, your bag of socks. Oh, sock bag. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I have at least, like, two dozen uh, knitting projects just in that little bench right there. Incredible. Um, yeah, I mean, I want it to be Halloween, like, pretty much the entire year, but... But then you might not appreciate it as much eventually, you know? It's like, anything that you can have every day, there is such a thing as too much of a good thing. There is. But I also feel like Halloween, like, gets shoved out of the way very quickly, and I want people to appreciate it for longer. But think about how excited you get, though. Like, you know, when it is approaching September 1st... Hey. You wouldn't have that level of excitement if it were you around. You're so right. I've already watched that over anticipation twice. Jeez. I'm like listening to the soundtrack at work all the time because oh, especially like these last two days of work, it's been like gray and rainy, and I've been wearing my like my like overalls and like my like flat like my flannel shirt. Like I'm working in ye olden times, fall, yeah. very fall, and I'm just like sitting there in the lock house as it's like pouring and dark outside, listening to the Over the Garden Wall soundtrack. Oh. You know what you need? A piece of straw to just, like... Yeah. Yeah. It's delightful. A toothpick might do the job. It might. Honestly, it, it really might. <clears throat> and then you're partially in costume. Then I am partially in costume. As Jackie. Jackie Daytona. <laughs> I'm wearing denim! That's technically full costume! For some reason, I can't stop <laughs> making jokes about Jackie Daytona lately, and I don't know what it is. Because it's funny as hell next week. Oh. Actually, funny thing... Um, Kyle and I are, of course, going as Lazlo and Audra for Halloween, but the episode that we're taking our costume inspiration from is the Jackie Daytona episode, just, like, before he runs away. Because I feel like that is the one that I could put together the easiest without having to do a ton of, like, hand sewing, because it's not that I couldn't do it, it's that I don't have that kind of experience to put it together. Or patience, maybe. Uh huh. That's me projecting. <laughs> I... I'm simultaneously, like, not patient and incredibly patient individual. It just depends on whether or not I want to be. Oh, you can see my hand in the camera. Are we I trying have... to beckon some cats? Look, I have a Halloween decoration. It's alive. Come here. <laughs> Next. Come here, spooky baby. She's not going to come here because I'm near here. And that's illegal. I was like, my hand's down here. No one can see it. And I look <laughs> over and it's just my hand. Absolutely love it. Nixie. But bye. Yeah. Oh, bye-bye. But the ones we're going with are, like, the ones from the beginning of that episode when they're still all, like, matchy-matchy and mm -hmm. horrible, so mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. And, and, I ordered, um, the wig for myself and fangs, so that should be arriving in the mail soon, which I'm really excited about. <laughs> this is also just me getting to be really excited about essentially, like, making cosplays. Yeah. But again, if it were year-round, you wouldn't get this excited, because it would just be, like, normal life. 
I do get a similar feeling when I am making something for a convention, but I haven't yeah. gone to a convention in a red hot minute. It's sort of like Nightmare Before Christmas. Essentially, yeah. You know, in that sense where it's like they, they love Halloween all the time, so it's like Christmas is pretty exciting. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, like, yeah. The, 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 the similar feeling is like making stuff for a convention, which I hope I can go back to one soon. I should probably look at more local ones, but whatever. Mm. Yeah, I. Mm. It's weird that I like crafting so much and yet I don't really cosplay. I don't know why. I make a lot of other things. I was just looking at fabrics the other day thinking about making my own clothes. Again, I think it's so funny that your reaction towards 99% of the things that I do as just like a fan of like stuff is I would like to study you. Because <laughs> that's pretty much it. Yeah. Like that's pretty much what happens. Which is why I think it'd be really funny. I'm not gonna do it because you would be in hell mm -hmm. if I added you to that group chat. No. <laughs> because the, we are people who need to be studied. I saw you reach over there, like, you know, out of the corner of my eye on that, and I thought you were picking up the wax mouth. <laughs> no. Wow. I mean, it is, like, herb lemonade, I believe. So fun, No, I do remember when you had this, like, melted, and I was just, like, staring and just dipping my finger into it. Repeatedly. Well, that would have been good mood lighting to turn that on. Yeah, I am watching our lighting it. quality like slowly diminish. Because it's getting darker. Because it's getting time. darker. But there's not much I can do about it. No, I can't reach. Look at that. Wow, that made so much difference. <laughs> but doing great. in approximately 20 to 30 minutes, it's going to smell really nice in here once it melts through. It has to melt all the way through. It takes a while. Oops. Um. Yeah, I think if you, you would be in hell because of how active that chat is, but you would get a lot of interesting insight into the minds of some very rabid media enjoyers. Yeah, I, I, I just don't get it. I mean, I enjoy things, but that's my, you know, that's my level. I enjoyed that, and then I move on. What do you think about all day? Lots of things. I always have a million things going on. But, like... What do you do when you're not writing fanfiction in your head all day? Because, <laughs> like, that's literally what I do. I work, I go running, I do my crafts. I mean, yeah, obviously, like, I do things. I have things that are at the forefront of my brain. But when I'm not doing, like, when you're not doing things. Thinking about the things that I'm going to do. Just like you think about writing fanfiction before you do it. Insane. Like, probably right now, if I were just sitting here, I'd be thinking about the fact that I'm leaving for Ragnar in a week. And think about what I'm going to pack. Interesting. Because I still got a pack. I ordered a sleeping bag today. You don't have a sleeping bag? Um, I'm pretty sure I might have one in a box in the basement from when I was like 12. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm not a camper. I was about to say, I was literally about to say you didn't go to camp as a kid because that's where I, the one I have is from. Yeah, that's where mine's from. I was in uh, an organization called Campfire, which is like, you know, Boy Scout, Girl Scout kind of thing, but for boys and girls. Uh huh. That's fun. So, uh, yeah, I went to, like, summer camp and regular camps there and everything, but that's what my sleeping bag's from. But keep in mind, I'm 13 years older than you are, so it's that old. And it was torn back then. Okay, yeah. So, I was like, it's probably time for a new one, okay. since we'll be in the that does make sense. in the van for two straight days with nowhere to sleep. Oh, fun. <laughs> I was like, hmm, sleeping bag sounds like a great plan for that. Yeah, what is the arrangement there? I don't know. Figure it out as we go. Cool, I love it. Yeah. I, I, I am very excited to hear updates. 
Um, okay. So this is one that I am just going to be explaining things a lot because... Okay. <laughs> okay. Have you heard anything about this at all? About the no. drama surrounding um, both the production of this film and the uh, the premiere slash red carpet at uh, the Venice Film Festival. There's a film called Don't Worry Darling, starring uh, Florence Pugh, Harry Styles, Chris Pine, and... Apparently, a lot of stuff went down in pre-production. Now that you say that, I didn't remember the name of the movie, movie, but I remember seeing a few things about something with Florence Pugh. Okay, so it was directed by Olivia Wilde, and apparently a lot of stuff went down on set, went down on set, as well as in, as well as things going down, like, at the, like, red carpet event Mm -hmm. that was part of the Venice Film Festival. And I have this whole, like, Reddit thread, or, like, this Reddit post which is a bunch of links to, like, various bits of, like, evidence mm-hmm. or just, like, other things having to do with this, which I will be linking. But it's, what it essentially boils down to is that apparently while this... And my whole, the whole question is essentially, what do you think about this? And I had put this question on the document when I thought Zach was still coming tonight. And he's a bit more online in the same ways that I am, so I figured he would have at least heard about it. So there's really not a question anymore of what do you think about the Don't Worry Darling drama. This is just me explaining the Don't Worry Darling oh, drama okay, to okay. you now. And, Good, then you can no share your, and then you can share your opinions um, sure. if you form any. But what I, and I haven't looked into this like crazy in depth or anything, but like what I have gathered is that, um, First of all, originally Shia LaBeouf was supposed to play the role that Harry Styles is playing. Mm-hmm. Right. See, I know some things. I saw that. So yeah. supposedly went off the deep end. I mean, yeah, the man has not been okay for like a yeah. red hot minute. That's yeah. not news. Um, like they publicly stated, like, oh, like there's time conflicts. I can't rehearse. Like you know, they can't rehearse. Blah blah blah. Apparently, he was removed from the film because Florence Pugh did not feel safe working with him, mm-hmm. but then I guess some audio emerged of, like, Olivia Wilde, like, begging him to come back, or whatever. It's extremely, extremely messy, and also just the way that, like, Olivia Wilde and Florence Pugh were, like, act- like were not acknowledging each other mm-hmm. at the premiere of this movie in Venice. Like, just, like, blinders on not acknowledging each other is interesting, to yeah. say the very least. Yeah, I saw a headline that basically said that Shia LaBeouf had said, like, they didn't fire me, I chose to leave, because apparently they had been reporting that he was fired from the movie. Okay. But he said it was his choice. That was, like, that was, I just remembered where I saw a thing. That was what it was. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I don't know everything. I haven't, like, super in-depth researched this. This is just what I'm getting from, like, Twitter and from the internet. But, like... Suppose there's also a video that looks like, and it's kind of grainy footage, but it looks like when Harry Styles is sitting back down in his seat at the Venice Film Festival and he like gets up to go do something or whatever right before the movie starts rolling, it looks like he spits on Chris Pine. What Chris Pine do? I have absolutely <laughs> no idea. And there are all these, and like Chris Pine seems to be in absolute hell doing the like press junkets for these with Harry Styles because mm-hmm. I was. I think, like, Chris Pine has actually, like, like studied film, like, quite extensively. Yeah. And then Harry Styles, like, 
answering these questions. Like, I like that this movie doesn't feel like a movie. It, it's very, and like, and Chris Pine is just like thousand yard stare into the distance, like just like actively dissociating as this man is speaking. And there's all these pictures of him, like having to stand in between Florence Pugh and Olivia Wilde. It's, it's messy. It's real. Like it is like calling to mind like old Hollywood type feuds yeah. where people would like come to blows on set. And also apparently, um, during the production of this, this is when Olivia Wilde was served uh, the custody agreement yeah. on stage by Jason Sudeikis, like right. because supposedly she started having an affair with Harry Styles while this while working on this movie to the point that Florence Pugh had to step in and direct for her. Okay. It's unbelievably messy. So that's essentially like, there's a lot of information coming out. Thoughts <laughs> was essentially the question. I mean, cause I love a good Hollywood feud where like no actual real people are getting hurt. It's just rich people being catty with each other. But that's the thing I don't understand. Like, how is it that hard to be an adult and get along with other adults? I mean, these are also people who have never been told no in their entire lives. Yeah, but that's like... They still know what's right and wrong. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I would say debatable. No, I mean, you know that it's wrong to cheat on your spouse, for example. Okay, well, yeah, obviously. Yeah. I mean, that's the, I don't know what else happened. That's the only thing I know that, like, happens for sure that I can point to, but... It's not even, like, 100%, but, like, 
very strong disinfectant. Yeah. But, like, how hard is it to, to not be a dick to people? Um, for a lot of people in, in the industry, apparently very difficult. Knock it off! Like, I just don't understand. I mean, there uh, sure, I've encountered people in my life that I don't like for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. But I get along with them. Yeah. You know, I like, I just never, never understood how this kind of drama gets generated. Maybe I'm just too laid back about things to get, like, that over. Oh, and this is, like, slightly older Hollywood news, and it's not even necessarily beef, but my man Leo mm-hmm. broke up with his girlfriend, like, as soon as she turned 25. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she's way too old. Apparently. Uh, but I, I mean, it, it's frankly kind of gross, but I also enjoy a lot of the jokes and memes that get oh, made about it. Oh, the jokes are extremely funny. And yeah. here's the thing. I understand celebrities not dating regular people. Yeah. Like, um, I think it was on last podcast, Henry said that when he was working on Wolf of Wall Street, he, like, briefly talked, like, he, like, talked to Leonardo DiCaprio a couple times. Yeah. And Leonardo DiCaprio said, he was like, listen, there is nothing for me to talk about with, a, like, just a normal person, like a normal woman my age. Yeah. Like, no, no, it makes sense. There, like, what common ground does someone who, like, who knows nothing of this industry have with somebody who has won, like, like, who's won an Oscar? Well, and he probably doesn't do, like, the everyday things, like, go to the grocery store, that, you know? Yeah, like, he just do. doesn't. So I so understand celebrities you, not yeah. dating regular people, because, like, what, what common experiences do you have? Yeah, no way. But the, like, refusing to date a woman who's, like, 25 or older, disgusting. Yeah, no, that's, that's terrible. Disgusting. Like, I don't even understand why you would want that. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't imagine dating anybody, what, I was about to say I'm almost 37, I just realized I'm, like, a month away from my birthday. <laughs> uh, you know, but I'm in, I'm gonna go ahead and keep saying mid-30s. Makes me feel right. Seems alright to me. Okay. I can't imagine at this point dating anybody younger, I mean, definitely not younger than 30. But maybe not even younger than, like, maybe 33. Because, like, as you age, you learn more things. You learn about yourself. You get more, you know, settled in life. And, like, I think a year feels a lot, like, a much bigger gap when you're, like, 22. I don't know. I mean, it still feels like... Like, even when I talk to people who, like, just turned 30, for some reason that feels so far, like, so long ago to me sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it is such a a big milestone, kind of, you know? And it yeah. was and it was a bit challenging, you know, letting go of the 20s. Uh, and so when somebody is, like, just going through it, I'm like, oh, my God, you're like a baby. Like, well, I mean, Kyle, <laughs> it's like... Kyle's, like, three years older than I am. Yeah. And, like, even when I was in college, dating somebody three years older than me would have felt really weird. But well, I yeah, but... I was 23, so I was like, yeah, okay. But you're... I was 24, I was like, yeah, okay. But you're both in your 20s. Yeah. Versus, like, like I couldn't date anybody in their, their 20s at this point. Because I'm closer to 40 than 20 now. Yeah. Uh, so, it... I guess the... I was like, what was the point I was trying to make? I don't understand why you would want to date somebody with less maturity and life experience than yourself, I guess. I do get that, and, like, I think it's extra creepy when it's part of a pattern. Like, if somebody's, like, over 25, and it just happens that they, like, you know, life is weird, and it just happens that they fall for somebody who's, like, 34, 
Mm-hmm. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But if it's part of a pattern yeah. of the, like, refusing to date a woman who's, like, 25 or older, then it's gross. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, and I... I had a boyfriend for a few years that was 15 years older than I am, and it just... It was challenging a lot of the time. Like, he didn't get my references, I didn't get his references. <laughs> oh my god, there's some stand-up comedian... She's, like, in her 20s, and she was talking about how she was dating this guy who was, like, 35. And he, like, he, like, they, like, got, like, takeout or something, and he took a Zantac, and she was, like, oh, sweet, what are, like, what are we taking? As in, like, yeah, if yeah, it's yeah. a Xanax like, or drug. something? Yeah. And he was just, like, uh. <laughs> I was, like, wow. No, but that stuff is so true, because, like, the older you get, like, these little, you have to do these little things, you know, and it starts to build and you don't even notice it. Well, no, yeah, no, like, again, not that it's wrong if somebody is, like, 25 yeah. and their partner is 35, yeah. but, like, you cannot peel yourself up off of the floor in the same way as when you were, like, 26. Nope. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. <laughs> like, yeah. And I'm speaking as someone who's, no, like, I'm 24, I have felt like my life is almost over since I was about 13, but realistically I know that it's not. So I'm, like, I still have a good couple of years, I think, of, like, of, like, having to, like, of, like, being, of, like, being able to scrape myself up off the sidewalk and be okay. Yeah. I think probably, I think it was, like, 26, 27 when I had my first two-day hangover. Interesting. Yeah. So, so, you know what? So I'm a couple years. I was right with the a couple, is what I'm gonna say. <laughs> but like, yeah, I. It's the repeated choosing of someone who is like a child. Yeah. In terms of disparity in life experience. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think if you're sole or primary criterion for choosing a romantic partner is their age, there's something wrong with that. Oh, yeah. Because you shouldn't dismiss somebody out of hand just because of their age, but nor should you choose somebody exclusively because of their age. Oh, this is why I'm assuming he's not moved to this house. Because he's one of the only, like... This house. My house. <laughs> I'm kidding. Am I wrong? I'm kidding. No, I love Keanu Reeves. What a delight. Oh, oh man, now I'm thinking about speed. What a great movie. Great film. Final disaster. And the fact that Dennis Hopper is in that. Yeah. Frank Booth. He does such a good job, too, man. He's just... He is a... He's a very interesting sort of figure of Hollywood lore. Now we have to watch Speed 2 Cruise Control. Oh, yes. Which I've... I've never seen the entire thing, I don't think. Amazing. Yeah. You have to watch it. Dennis Hopper. Very interesting story. He yeah. does absolutely excellent. Oh, Jesus. And his whole, like, personal life story is deeply fucked up, but very interesting. So mm -hmm. it's, like, the worst cocaine addiction that Hollywood had ever seen. And, like, I don't think you get to that point if you feel okay about yourself. Yeah. Agree. Interesting, interesting life story. He's just been in so much. Like, he's, like, in old episodes of, like, The Twilight Zone. Yeah. Like, lots, 
lot of film and TV history there. So, so why is it that we we stand Keanu in this house? Um, because he's like dating a woman who's like near his own age in Hollywood. <laughs> what an accomplishment! What an accomplishment! Do what the vast majority of people seem to do in the world, but well, I mean, not in just not of Hollywood. Yeah, but but yeah, what a bar to set. <laughs> and also, again, you know quietly financed multiple children's hospitals out of his own pocket. Yeah, no, he's he's a lovely human, by all accounts. Big big fan. Right. This is two weeks in a row we've talked about Keanu and the pot. You know, frankly, I think we deserve to talk about... I think Keanu deserves to be talked about every single day. But I do enjoy him. Um, Alright. Yeah, this is a very long-winded... Accidental deep dive into Hollywood when I was just going to ask you about what are your thoughts on the Don't Worry Darling drama. Mm-hmm. Essentially, my thoughts are that I love watching these ridiculous actor feuds because it's like old Hollywood where the people used to like come to blows over things, and that was really entertaining. I think some this maybe has something to do with whatever these warm personality differences that we have, where like you know you get really into like fictional characters and stuff too, because like. I couldn't care less about what people in Hollywood are doing. Like, I don't actually care. Yeah. But it's really entertaining. But see, I don't even think that. I don't even think that. I'm just like, look at those children. Okay. It's very entertaining (laughs) to me, because, like, who's getting hurt is just a bunch of rich people. Well, yeah, I mean, it's not like an I don't care, because they're like, oh, it's terrible. It's like, just zero interest. No, that's fair. That is entirely fair. Um, okay, so the last thing that we have is, um, taking from a TikTok, which I will be posting in the comments for this, uh, or in the description for this video, but, um, the, the TikTok of somebody being, like, day four of trying to buy, trying to purchase one of the grocery dividers in a grocery store checkout lane, and it's bright yellow, so they're, like, disguising it in a bunch of bananas. Obviously, it doesn't work. The person takes the divider and puts it back. But, like, how would you go about attempting to purchase a grocery divider is my question. I don't think you can. But, like, say you have to. For whatever reason. This is, a, this is a task that has to be... That's not fun. You have to accomplish it in some fun way. But, like... employee isn't looking, and then you pull the little things that have the, like, labels out of it, you know, so you can't see the name of the grocery store on it, mm-hmm. um, and then you go and you grab a UPC code from some other thing. Actually, if you go to Wegmans, and you, like, weigh something on one of the fruit things, and you print out a little label, stick that on there, and so maybe if they're not paying attention enough, they just pick it up, scan it, and you've got it, as long as they don't notice that the screen says, like, apples or whatever. I mean, as a person who worked at a cash register before, yeah. my brain was a million miles away. Yeah, yeah. Like, you I know, never paid attention just, when I, yeah. If I hear the beep, we're okay. Yeah. Or you could try to get something that's relatively close, like, so, at least something long and stocky, like celery or uh, yeah, some leeks. my thought. What if you, like, put it in the center of a tube of this is essentially stealing at this point. I was going to say, but you're not purchasing it. You have to pay money for it, for it to count as purchasing, which is why I'm thinking if you get the UPC and then they scan it and you're paying something for that item. 
Yeah. But then I guess that kind of does lead into other interesting ways to smuggle your groceries and lighter out of the grocery store. Mm hmm. Wrapping paper, for one. Mm hmm. What else? Yeah, because I feel like a lot of things, like, if you buy containers at a store, they'll often open them to check inside to make sure there isn't anything in there. <clears throat> so you know how you have that one aunt or uncle that's, like, significantly crazier than all the rest? Oh, yeah. Alright, so that's my mom's brother. Two. Mm -hmm. And one time, we were visiting, and we, like, happened to be going to Target or something. I don't know why. And my sister bought, like, one of those cool plastic storage bins, mm -hmm. and we put it up. To mess with people, and we put it up on the register, and the person was scanning it. He was like, "Oh, don't forget to check inside. Make sure we're not stealing anything." It was clear, which just reminded me of that. Anyway, um, yeah, other ways to smuggle a grocery divider out of grocery store. You could replace the the roll of like plastic wrap or. Uh, foil in the box. I was trying to imagine something full of like liquid or mush that you can slide. <laughs> like, I'm, but I don't think it's anything tall enough. But how fun would it be if there was like a a thing of cottage cheese? <laughs> Just that's a bizarre item to imagine. But all right, tall cottage cheese. Tall cottage cheese. Boom, episode title. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that'd be a really tall cottage cheese, because even the biggest ones I've seen are like that tall. So you can just imagine the size of the cottage. Oh, man, I want that cottage cheese. Um, potential controversial opinion, the texture of cottage cheese offends me so much. Oh, I love cottage cheese. Especially you get some fruit in there. Like, I love a good, like, when you have, like, some, like, brie and crackers and, like, a fruit. Mm -hmm. That's lovely. Mm -hmm. The cheese and fruit thing doesn't offend me. It's the texture of cottage cheese. I enjoy it. Can I like it because it's so different. I can't. Mm. I just can't do it. I don't think about cottage cheese. Not a fan. I wish I had cottage cheese. I had some. I ate it the other day. Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, like, an individual cup with pineapple and, and the cottage cheese. So, I ate oh, that. Again, the, 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 the sweet and savory thing of fruit and cheese. I am yeah. not against it whatsoever. Yeah. No. It's just a texture thing. I have so many weird texture things. How about that Havarti? That was good cheese. That was delightful cheese. Where was it thick though? <laughs> we had cheeseburgers for like really late lunch and they were super good. Yeah, I mean, I was like, mm, I've, I've never got that particular kind of Havarti before and I was like, oh, this is actually really good. Nice. Love good cheese. Mmm. <sighs> Or like a, I was trying to think of things that it looks like, like a yeah, freeze pop trying, kind of thing. If you I, slide it in the box of freeze pops, it kind of looks like one. Or like, you know how they have the freeze pops, they're like, they're like all, like the plastic is all connected, it's like in that netting. That yeah, like yeah, yeah. Like you just slide it in the middle there. Yeah, I mean, you have to probably have to pull it apart a little bit to be able to fit it. But I mean, still. Yeah. It's possible. That would be noticeable. I'm mentally going through the grocery store. I know. I'm, like, trying to think of just, like, things that have, like, long and tall yeah. packaging. Which is actually surprisingly difficult to think of. Like a box of spaghetti? Ooh. That might work. Just have to make sure it doesn't show in the little window. <laughs> yeah. Make sure you have the pasta, like, in front of it. <laughs> yeah. 
just take out half the pasta and put it like you know window down and then slide it on top. This is like trying to like smuggle drugs into another country. Which I mean, we probably wouldn't be good at. It. I was gonna say we'd be good at it, but then I changed my mind. Absolutely not. No. You don't think they would think to check our giant avocado sheets? <laughs> not giant, just tall. Like you See, don't need that's a huge. That's what makes it suspicious. You don't need a that like to, to have a proportion proportionate container for the height you would need for the divider with the proportionate width. I mean, that would be a mammoth size. So you would really just need a tall skin. Well, I mean, in Breaking Bad, I'm just imagining they're smuggling tiny amounts of drugs and buckets of chicken. Yeah. So, like, I mean, it well, does happen. Those big tubs of ice cream? That could work. That could work. I think the best ones that I've come up with so far are, like, the wrapping paper, the, like, aluminum foil box, mm -hmm. or, like, the spaghetti one I like a lot. Mm -hmm. oh, I think I was the just freeze pop is, like, is a good, like, plan B. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think I might be out of ideas. Hmm. Mm, indeed. Just thinking about, um, you're thinking primarily about, like, food items and, like, kitchen items. Well, what about, like, they have the, um, like, the toiletries and medicines and all those sorts of things, too. I mean, I feel like a toothpaste, like, a box for, like, a box of toothpaste. Wouldn't it, be it's, long enough. It wouldn't be long. Like, it's probably the right, like, width. Like, yeah. you can fit it in, like, you can stick it in the box. Yeah. so much of it would be showing. But they have, like, um, they sell, like, knee braces and stuff, for example, that would have longer skinny boxes and stuff like that. You make an excellent point. Just going through the aisles and Wegmans, which is hard to do because they changed them all again. Oh wow, really? Yeah, I can't find anything. My apologies. Like they moved literally every single thing, everything. But are the two Wegmans layouts the same now? No. Oh, so it's just worse. They changed both of them, but in different ways. I'm very sorry. It makes me very upset. Would you like to talk about this? Well, cause like <laughs> to find like a single thing. Like, I was trying to find the goldfish the other night, and it took me, like, five minutes, and I walked the whole store a couple of times to only find that they were in the exact same aisle I had been in when I thought of getting goldfish. Ouch. Because I was standing there looking for the fudge-striped cookies, and the shelf was empty. I was like, well, I better go look for those goldfish, and they were right behind me. <laughs> but I walked around for five minutes before I figured that out. Very nicely done. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, I've been up since 5 a.m., worked out twice, and worked a full day, and it was like 9 o'clock at night at that point. That will do that to you. Yeah, and plus, it, I had been running in the rain, so I was soaked to the bone and cold. Lack of sleep is a hell of a drug. I have probably told this story on the podcast before, but literally, when I, like, finally got to the hotel in St. Petersburg, I remember mm. just thinking, like, oh, fuck. Like, what have I done? I am now here, I am now in another country for a month, my mom was right, I should never have done this, this was a terrible idea, and then I slept for 12 hours, and then had the best month of my life. Mm -hmm. So, like, no sleep really will be doing stuff to you. Yeah, makes a difference. Because I just remember feeling just absolute, just dread and regret, because I had been awake for, like, 20 hours at that point. 
And then I slept for 12 and I was like, oh, right. I just realized the day that I was describing was yesterday. Yeah. I thought that was days ago. I just realized that that was last night at 9 p.m. <laughs> well, it made sense because <laughs> you told me about this. the fudge stripe thing earlier today. <laughs> I know, but I still somehow thought that was days ago. <laughs> and how much sleep did you get last night? I don't, <laughs> I don't sleep. I know, it's oh. genuinely concerning how cavalier you are about it. I mean, I try. What are you going to do? Exactly. Oh, no. I just can't say it on the podcast. I know what you want to say, but I can't do that every night. <laughs> I mean, technically people do. Yeah, but that's, you know, not a good habit. Fair enough. You don't want to rely on things, you know? Yeah. Just generally anything that you would use to fall asleep if you get too reliant on it, you know? Just kind of... Like, people that um, can't fall asleep unless they have, like, the TV on. I don't do that shit. I don't fuck with that. But there are a lot of people that do. Oh, my mom is like that. Like, yeah, I have a friend who can only sleep with a fan on, so she actually travels with a travel fan. Honestly, that's way more normal than the TV thing, I think, personally. Well, at least, like, when you travel places, there's almost always a TV, like hotel rooms and stuff. Yeah, point taken. Um, I just, you know, sleep. Anyway, the point being, when you're reliant on something like that, it's, you know, harder to sleep, and you don't always have the thing you need to fall asleep, and it's yeah. better to just, uh, I'm not going to use the phrase I was about to phrase. You're going to tell me that after we're done recording. <laughs> did I just say I'm not going to use the phrase I was about to phrase? You did. You did. Um, wow. We're doing great. I think I would be tired. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, um, sure. It was when being I, to say the phrase I was going to say, not phrase. When I was in high school and I had the whole anxiety thing, anxiety slash OCD thing, way less under control, I, like, could not sleep sans melatonin just because my mind was racing. I do use that a lot. Constantly. Yeah. But now the crushing weight of existence tires me out sufficiently. <laughs> Sometimes I have to take it because I'll be laying there trying to fall asleep and my mind will keep, like, thinking of things I need to do. And so I'll roll over and, like, put something on my to-do list or I'll roll over and Google something real quick. And I'm like, you know what? We're taking melatonin, brain. We are fixing this. Mm -hmm. It's like, we can't have this. You gotta sleep, man. Yeah, no. I have have 100% been there. Especially now that I'm back to getting up at 5 in the morning. Mm, I pretend I do not see it. How's that going for you? Wonderfully, as you can tell. Yeah, okay, fair enough. I don't know why I asked. <laughs> I don't know why I asked, truly. Um, I do it to myself. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna lie and say that, you know, because you 100% do, but I still sympathize. <laughs> do I have to get up at 5 a.m. for a 10.30 class? Again. But once you add in the time for, like, my workout and shower and eating a solid breakfast, which is very important, and all the time I have to spend petting the cats, it takes a lot of time. And I have a 30-minute commute. And I like to get there before my class so I can make sure I'm ready for it. These cats demand pets. You'll see tomorrow. I've they seen will... many a time. But, like, they will not be denied. I just sent you guys that... I sent the that snap to you and Zach yesterday of mixed in her little air biscuits. I did see. And just... I've also woken up to them in my face, like, 
attention. <laughs> it's like I'm trying to get dressed and get out the door, and, and I look, and Nyx is just putting her paws in the air like that, and I can't. And she's just standing there with one paw in the air, like, oh, it's like it hurts me. I can't put all four paws down. And then I just. I. Hey, I've had my dog at my house for the last 10 days, and I get up at 6 in the morning. I have to wonder how much more time I would have and how. What? How. Less often? Does that make sense? No, yeah. How. Why does that sound like it's. Frequently. Yeah, that's why I was using an adverb. Yeah. Anyway, I know yes. how the English language works. But I wouldn't be late as frequently, how about that? Yeah, okay, Um, because there, for some reason, Nick seems to know when I have somewhere I need to be, and he that's when she it, starts the cuteness. Yeah. And then she lays it on real thick and, like, blinks a lot, like, she can't keep her eyes open. And then, like, because she's a black cat, like, her pupils get really big, it's like, the, she just they turns just into this into black mask, yeah, yep. and I can't she knows it's my weakness. Evil. Because I immediately have to go and, like, pet her and kiss her little noggin. And... Evil. <sighs> she went upstairs. She wasn't gonna come anywhere near the frame of view because I'm in the frame of view. <laughs> yeah, well, well, at least Luna would come walking through or something. She got close for a second up on the windows, yeah. but I don't think she ever made it she's in. Sleeping. Although I guess I'll find out when I edit, but... Yeah, she's sleeping over there on the couch. You know, I don't think she did because I kind of looked over when find out for certain when I actually go in it. I'm pretty sure she didn't. I don't think so. fish. Yeah. She's sleeping, sort of. Okay. Adorable. Alright, well, this has been a fun, interesting, slightly out of format episode. Yeah, different feel. We try. We try to keep things interesting. Keep it fresh. We do our best. Um, but still, as always, uh, thank you for fighting with us, friends. We appreciate each and every single one of you. And we'll be back again next week in our usual setting. Adios. This week's episode of the Fighting with Friends podcast was hosted by Bridget Kelly, Zach Calderon, and Dr. Sarah Brooks. You can find other episodes of the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or your other favorite listening platform. Follow us on Twitter at BridgetKelly98, at Zach Calderon, and at AnnSarahSaid. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube, follow us on Twitch, and join our Discord community using the links in the description. You can also help support us via the Acast supporter feature or consider donating to our Patreon. Thanks for listening. Acast powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.